It was a little loud there for a hot set. Uh, now we're fine. Now we're fine. Well, that's okay. What else is loud is a helicopter. Hold for helicopter, please. I'm just going to start with this. I feel like this is an appropriate way to start the show. Yeah. You know? It is. You know, it was funny because I feel like um, it was a couple years ago when we started doing the show, and I was blown away by the fact I'm that. I'm sorry, a couple years ago we started doing the show? When we started doing the show, it was a couple years ago. It was more than that. Well, yeah, you know, I'm just. <laughs> you know, it was whatever. It was like five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, what is, what is time? I don't know. But I remember being blown away that neither your father or your sister had won Grammys. Mm hmm. And as of today, that's not true. <laughs> Congratulations to Miley Cyrus for winning a Grammy finally. Finally. Took way too long. Like, how did Wrecking Ball not win a Grammy? Jeez, what a great song. Or Party in the USA. Right? I know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, I, I think there's a lot of complaints that we could make with this the Recording Academy. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do make a lot of complaints mm, about it. They do. I feel like Jay-Z Jay just made a big complaint about it mm -hmm. at, at the Grammys, but I feel like she deserved this one. Very much. And it was kind of interesting, too, because I feel like she didn't tour behind it a whole lot, right? She didn't at all. At all. That was the whole the whole shtick was the Grammys advertised this performance. This was her first public performance of Flowers ever. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, anyways, congratulations to Miles Cynthia Syrup. Cyrus Smiley. <laughs> What's her real name? Well, she changed it legally. Oh, she did? Yeah, it was Destiny. Oh, my God. You knew that. I forgot about Destiny that. Destiny Hope Cyrus. Wow. Oh, my God. Legally changed Smart. to Miley Ray Cyrus. So much better. Because yeah. the first one sounds like she just is a stripper. I mean, like she wasn't even. That's like, what my she, mom was going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, like, normally they're like, you know, they're like Sarah, or not Sarah, uh, like Laura. <laughs> Jane yeah. Simpson. Mm -hmm. And they're like, man, I got to change it to star <laughs> destiny yeah. child. She was born that way. Well, um, speaking though of being naked on stage, your sister did make some mention to um, not wearing any underwear. Uh -huh. Is that a bit or is that true? It wasn't true. She actually posted this morning that, it, that she did in fact have underwear on. Honestly, I think it was like a nervous word vomit. Like she didn't know what to say, so it just like came out. And then she came off stage and was like, "What the? F what was I thinking? Why did I?" Oh, say I thought that? it. Was, I thought it was good. Like, I'm glad because I thought it was cute and funny. Yeah, it's you know you know her like whoops <laughs> like it was very her, but it actually like she came off stage and was like, "What, what did I just say?" She didn't like think to say that. No, no. really. Yeah. So she had speeches written out on cards like yeah. a couple different variations of a speech i think okay good for her and it always annoys me when people are like i didn't think i was gonna do, you know i didn't plan on this no, yeah she had a couple of different options going yeah. you know both times she won the first time i actually loved what she said about the butterfly story i thought that was so cute okay so she kind of like you know ditched the pre-prepared speech for the butterfly story yeah which was lovely and then the second time she had her cards in her little purse mm -hmm. and I saw her kind of fumbling with the purse to get the cards. And I think she was having trouble getting into the purse and was kind of like, well, whatever. And just started talking. Yeah. And the underwear bit came out. So I think the underwear bit was the best part of the I bit. thought it was funny. You know, I loved it. Do you, I um, got thanked. So I, you know, I was pleased. Yeah. As one, as you should, <laughs> I saw you were there with your mom. Yeah. And her boyfriend was there as well. Yep. And they both had equally large hair, quaffed hair. Yeah. <laughs> Just the bouffant, the amount of Aquanet that was used for that hair. 
I didn't know what year it was. <laughs> I think that's what she was going for, honestly. No shit. I mean, yeah. she's been kind of... I feel, I mean, I don't know, she's your sister, but I feel like she's really taken a, a duck to water to like 80s yes. hair bands. Yes, which is absolutely Tish's fault. Oh, really? Oh, that's all my mom grew up on. That's so funny. Yeah, that's what we grew up on. Like one yeah, of my yeah. first concerts was Bon Jovi. We went to see Warrant when I was a young child. Yeah. Like definitely my mother to blame. Well, very cool. I mean, you were there, so you were at the Grammys. This is obviously going to come out a couple of days later, but like you were at the Grammys. What uh, what was like the best, other than like your sister winning, what was your favorite part? Yeah, I mean, obviously Miley winning and Miley's performance were the highlight for me. Yeah. Um, other really cool things for me, I loved seeing Tracy Chapman, um, yeah. Fast Car with Luke. I mean, I really thought Luke did a good job of really giving her the floor. But I thought he did a really good job of really just stepping back during the performance. So that was very cool. Joni Mitchell, mm. I don't cry. Yeah. I was teary. How was she looking? I mean, yeah. but her song was What'd just she do? so moving. I, I, didn't, I didn't even watch her I song. Even, did she do Coyote? No, I don't know what it's called. I'm so terrible. Yeah, can you look it up? Oh, both sides now. Both sides now. It was so emotional. Was it? She performed towards the end of the show, you know? Yeah. And so like after just an entire, first of all, the Grammys are so long. So long. Three and a half hours, you yeah. know? So like towards the end, I think just after three hours of just all of this pyro and the glitter and mm. the just theatrics and the dancers and just all the show of it, just to have her sit there and sing this insanely emotional, brilliant song was just really moving. Yeah. It was hard to explain, but like very, very cool. Have you, she was, I mean, she's, she's still as beautiful, but like back, back in the day, just total smoke show. Yeah. And she, when like, so she started with her chair turned like away from the crowd Yeah. and it turned and whatnot. And then at the very end, I mean, everybody stood up and was just clapping and yeah. crying and just the look on her face. Like, yeah. oh, just so sweet. I know. I loved it. Have you ever seen The Last Waltz? No. You should watch that. It's one of my favorite live musical documentaries. It's directed by Martin Scorsese, which that's a, a segue into a later thing. It's one of my okay. favorite things. And it's all about the band's last show, which happens on in Thanksgiving in like 74. And they just bring out all their, be their best friends. Joni Mitchell is one of those people that comes out and she's just so hot and like so freaking talented. And she is like one of the stars of the whole thing, which is just chock full of like you know, it's like Bob Dylan and Neil Diamond and Neil Young and everyone's there, but Joni Mitchell is like definitely one of the highlights. So that's so cool. I should um, watch that. The perform those performances were yeah were my faves. Besides Miley, Miley winning that first award was just so cool because we you know we we go into it like it's like I said to my mom beforehand I was like she's she's performing like they gotta give her at least one and she was like they didn't your dad. Yeah. And I was like, he performed? And she was like, yes, he performed Iggy Breaky and did not win a thing. And I was like, oh my God, she, Miley would be so devastated, you yeah. know? So that first one, I think because it was before her performance, we were like, oh, like, please like let us get this one. Because yeah. like, just to go into the performance, knowing you got one would be so great. And so we're all sitting there and we're kind of nervous. And then we see Mariah Carey walk out. Yeah. And we're looking around like, this can't be real. Miley loves Mariah Carey. But do, are they friends? I mean, they've met before, yeah. but like Miley's obsessed with her, you know, and totally. MC and MC. And so like when it. we saw- was that, was that a thing beforehand? I didn't know that was a thing Kind of, yeah. It's okay. like Miley calls herself MC and we every calls Mariah Carey MC. Yeah. So it's like a thing. And so she comes out and for me, it was like a, oh, 
oh my God, this is a sign. So We're winning this. You didn't know who was going to be no. the presenter? Isn't that crazy? That's that it was, weird. It was like such a cool surprise. Miley's whole face lit up, yeah. you know? And so for me, I saw her come out and I was like, oh, we're winning this. Yeah. Like this is in the bag because it's Mariah Carey's a sign. And my mom was thinking like, oh my God, if she doesn't get this, she's going to be devastated because it's Mariah Carey. Yeah. And so I was like, no, I just know. And so it was just a cool thing to like see Mariah Carey and then she yeah. got it and then the cute and it was nice. Nice. Yeah. Trevor Noah did a good job. He did. Yeah. I feel yeah. like he's always, you know, yeah. always kind of does the same thing. It's always good. Yeah. Taylor Swift won a bunch. You know, she won a couple. Yeah, she's won a few. It, yeah, but like she was nominated for a lot. Yeah. But like, sorry, she wins everything. I was happy to see like Billie Eilish won best song. Like, yeah. And you know, Taylor was nominated. So I, it was nice to see some other people get some recognition also. I'll tell you what was one of my least favorite things. What's that? I thought for sure Noah Khan was going to win a Grammy. You did? Yeah, for sure. That category, every year it's so stacked. Yeah. But this time when they were announcing the nominees, I was like, holy shit, like they're all so good. Yeah, I know. It was really stacked. Who won that one? It was Victoria Monet. Okay. And I got to say like, I love Noah Khan, and yeah. but like she, I do think it was very well deserved. V Victoria Monet was also nominated in a couple other bigger categories. So it was kind of like for me, like, all right, if she's also nominated for like best, you know, hip hop song or whatever it was that she was nominated for, I was like, she'd probably win best new artist. Yeah. Her speech was so sweet and so genuine. And she, we just met her afterwards and she was just so lovely. So I thought it was well-deserved, but man, like what a stacked category because almost every single person in that category, I was like, oh, I want them. Oh no, wait, I want them. I want them. You know, like yeah. you wanted everyone to win it. Um, but the, everybody in best new artist, they always sit them close to each other. Mm-hmm. And they all sat right behind me. Oh, really? Um, Jelly Roll, too. He was, he was nominated. Um, yeah. So they I were, thought he did win. Did he win for like country or country, whatever? He won a country, yeah, award. But he was nominated for Best New Artist. And well, I think he won Best New Artist in Country. Because, oh, is that a thing? Because his, I don't know, I, I heard his speech being like, oh. I'm 39 years old and I just won Best New Artist. I, well, I think that was about being nominated. Oh, Because okay. I remember that speech. Okay. Which was, I liked that speech a lot. But anyway, um... Yeah, Noah Khan. Noah Khan. I always say his name. I'm saying it because he sat behind me and Did you talk to him? Were you like, I hey. didn't. I like turned around. Dude, he knows who I am. He watches Bachelor in well, Paradise. Well, okay. does he? Yes, and he follows me. He does. Okay, so we talked about this before. I whatever. Okay, so he I definitely like, knows who you are. I well, okay. I was sitting in front of it, and I I I love to people watch, especially these things. The people watching was amazing. Yeah. Um, so I would like turn around a lot, and I, I, he and I like made eye contact a few times, and I was like, oh shit, he knows. He knows I'm the girl that mispronounced his name, and he no, hates me. everyone everyone <laughs> mispronounced his name at first. <laughs> But like, I kept thinking that I was like, oh, he for sure. Like, no, like that freaking girl. She said my name wrong. Um, Whatever. We were, we were way was... early on Noah Khan. I will, will say this. Jason Isbell won two Grammys. I was pretty uh, yes. pumped about that. Very um, cool. And that's also a segue into something. One of my favorite things going Chris forward. Stapleton also won. Um, I think he won best country song for White Horse, which I was pumped about. Cause that's a great song. Yeah. Cool that Meryl Streep was there. Yeah. You know, I like saw her from the crossroom and I was like, is that? I was like, but now, why would she be here? And but it was her. That was cool. She probably has an egot somehow. Yeah, I, I assume. I don't, I don't know how she has a, a Grammy, but I bet you she does. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, very cool. I, you know, I wish I was invited, but it's fine. You know, one day, <laughs> one day I'll be. Why would you be invited? Because I'm friends with you. And... <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> you know, I thought you, you, had, no, no, you no, had like no, an extra no. plus one or something. No, I definitely you don't know? get that. No. No. Okay. No. no. I will say, so I'm not a little, everyone's had at tables this year, which I thought was nice. Yeah. And on the table, there were these little things mm -hmm. that looked like a speaker, uh, like a microphone yeah. or a speaker. It was like one or the other. And we couldn't tell what they were. And I was like, is it a microphone? We're oh, yeah. talking everybody. I'm freaked out. 
And I, they were like, maybe it's just for looks, you yeah. know? And then I, so I pulled on it. No, it was plugged in. It was wired in really? there. And I listened. I didn't hear anything coming out of it. I think they were eavesdropping on us. Well. For sure. That's like Walt Disney. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know? Yeah, I do. Mic'd up Club 33 so you uh-huh. can listen to us. I'm telling well, you. Well, I'm, I'm sure that the recording academy is like, everyone's angry at us. We got to find out uh, who yeah. is upset with us. Mm-hmm. Well, very cool. I uh, Congratulations to Destiny. <laughs> Destiny, what was it again? Destiny Hope. Oh, Tish. Come on, girl. My dad's to blame for the middle name. Oh, well, Hope is okay. It's fine. He, he <laughs> it's did that. The, it's the he destiny was like, part that I'm having like, a problem. Well, the whole name was because it's her destiny to bring hope to the world. Oh, my God. Well, that, that he was wasn't it. wrong about it, He's though. probably for sure high. Now that I know yeah, yeah, things, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, he's high for sure. But he wasn't wrong. No. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. Um, should we start? I think you should go. I forgot. Yeah. You're by the way, you're here. You're in my you're I'm in the studio. NLA. You're in LA. It's raining so much, you guys. Dude, we'll talk it. We'll talk we'll about talk it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast. Right? Wells and brandy. It's flooding here. I know. I mean it's kind of flooding here. Have you driven anywhere today? I went to the grocery store earlier. It's definitely flooding in the streets. Flooding um, in the streets. So my uh, sis, sister-in-law? Okay. Is No. Who? What is Dom's daughter to me? Yeah, your, um, <laughs> your sister-in-law. Is that what it is? Yeah. No, because that's if my sister marries somebody and their siblings. What if my mom... St- stepsister? Stepsister. That's it, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> not really. Stepsister. Think about all that. Uh, she lives right close to you, actually. Oh, really? Uh, and her apartment is flooded like ankle mm. deep water inside the apartment. They've, the ho- been, they've been over there all morning cleaning it up. The house two, two down, they had to have serve pro over there. And you're saying it's not flooding. Well, we're fine. <sighs> we're doing great over here. It's terrible. We got five inch, six inches of rain last night. They said, you guys, I watched the news this morning because that's yeah. what my, my mom watches. Mm-hmm. Six months of rain in one day. Yeah, I saw that. That's good. You know, we need it. We really need it. We didn't need it last night on the red carpet. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I get that. Pretty terrible. I was up in Carmel for the AT&T Pro-Am with uh, all of Bachelor Nation. Oh, cute. And it got re- that got rained out. So. Like they didn't have it? So the, the last two days got rained out. Oh, man. Or the last day. Bummer. The last day. Golf is life. 
Golf is life, but we, uh, it was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was from, cause you didn't watch the show. That is from Ted Lasso. Oh yeah. Football is like, life. I don't like that show. Anyways, it was a star studded cast. Let's see. We had, uh, Ben Higgins, Jess Higgins, mm -hmm. my, my wife, Dean, Kaylin, Chris Harrison, Lauren Zima, Justin Glaze, Susie. Susie, don't know your last name, but you're Evans. lovely. <laughs> Evans. There you go. Suzanne and Kathy from Golden Bachelorette. Oh, do they golf? No, they oh. fucking take selfies. Okay. That's what they do. I just ask. You know. So many selfies. I was like, ladies, come on. Wait, let's let's just all take a picture, you know? Mm -hmm. Who else was there? Oh, Bob Guinea, Andrew Firestone. It was a star set of cast. And we wow. had a lot, we had a lot of fun, man. We had a lot of fun. How'd you do? Were you good? I didn't play. Well, yes, we actually did. I went and played Cyprus, <laughs> one of my favorite places in the world. Super exclusive golf club. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then I went and played against all of those guys. But mainly in our group, it was me, Ben, Dean, Chris Harrison. So it was a tough match. And who came out victorious? Your boy. Really? By a lot. I, won I thought you sucked at the last one. I did. Okay. But that's golf for you, baby. I won $130 from Chris Harrison. Okay. I won Dean... Unglert or mm. Dean Bell now doesn't have Venmo. Okay, he just has Apple Pay. I don't even think Steve Jobs uses Apple Pay. No. Okay, so he could only pay me in Apple Pay. Oh I have two hundred and forty dollars in Apple Pay. I know it's all from him. It's Apple Cash, right? Whatever the fuck it is. Okay, Apple Pay is totally different. So I have no idea different. how much he really paid me, but he paid me money, and then I won eighty dollars from Ben. Because the reason why I didn't win more money from Ben because Ben and I were on the same team against Chris and Dean, and then we had all the indie matches. Anyways. Nerdy golf talk. I shot 80 in like howling winds, which is pretty good. So howling, huh? Howling winds. Wow. There was some things in the news I thought we should we should uh, oh. touch on real quick. Okay. Uh, did you see that uh, King Charles? Yes, but it's benign. No, no, he has cancer. No, but it's the, it's benign cancer. That's what the news said this morning that I watched. All the news that I've been watching is not. Well, can you Google it? <laughs> I guess I can. Dom, that's all Dom talked about this morning. Let's go with the BBC because I feel like they will know what's up. This was three hours ago. King Charles III diagnosed with cancer, Buckingham Palace says. The type of cancer has not been revealed. It is not prostate cancer, but it was discovered during the recent treatment of an enlarged prostate. The king began regular treatments on Monday and will postpone public duties during the treatment, the palace said. The king, 75, remains wholly positive about his treatment and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible. No further details are being shared on the state of cancer or prognosis. This dude just got to be king. Like seven I mean, minutes ago. I know. And now he's got the cancer. I feel like that runs in their family, though. Yeah, his uh, grandfather mm -hmm. died of uh, lung cancer, but I think he was a... Joyful smoker. Oh, I think a lot of them were, right? They're British. Yeah. Come on. They're all smoking They're still. They're all chain smoking from like yeah. 12 and up. Which, by the way, did you see there is a new referendum against Zins? Do you know you know what Zins are? Uh, yeah, they're disgusting. They're so gross. Yeah. A lot of people that I play golf with use Zins, and I've tried them. It's like my, my gums are on fire. Who, I don't understand it. People love them. Listen, I'm going to have some nicotine. I will have a cigarette. Sure. Analog. I won't do that, baby. I will analog, baby. All right? People with jewels can't stand you. Mm. You know? Yeah. Give me an old-fashioned ciggy. Okay. I'm going down. I'm going down swinging. Looking cool. Just kidding. Don't do that. Smoking kills. It does. Especially King Charles's grandfather. Hi. Yeah, we did the crazy floods. Super Bowl coming up. Who are you, who you uh, rooting for? Probably the 49ers. I don't know who's in it. 
49ers and the Kansas, Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, 49ers for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a big Travis Kelsey fan these days. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> also, uh, my friend Adam, he like works on all the 49ers players. Yeah. So uh, I'm like going to go with that because I like stake in that. I'm going to go ahead and say this and so to not piss off the Swifties, which is so funny that, that me saying a, a team that I like could anger a group of fans for music. But listen, this is like being like, okay, I'm done with the Yankees. I'm done with the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm tired of you guys winning. Mm-hmm. I would like other teams to win now. Mm-hmm. And as a person from the Central Coast, North, uh, Northern California, even though I am a Raider fan. 49ers, um, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I like Christian McCaffrey. You seem pretty cool. Yeah. He's dating a, Olivia Culpo. Olivia right Culpo. Yeah. Yep. Very, and also very famous mm-hmm. person. Yeah. I love the Brock Purdy story. You know? Yep. Okay. Love it. I saw Catherine O'Hara is going to be on uh, season two of The Last of Us. Got very excited about that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I have not caught up on The Bachelor. I'm not. Uh, It's only been... I don't think there's... there's, Two? Yeah, maybe there might be a third one out... Tonight. Oh, by the time, okay, yeah, 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 by the yeah, time. yeah. So no, we, I won't, I won't be. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to catch up, I guess. Oh, God, I know that everyone's like fully in love with the girl with the cochlear She's implant, so sweet, yeah. the cochlear, cochlear, Co- I cochlear, I think. cochlear implant. Yeah, so we're rooting for her. Daisy, is that her name? Yeah. Come on. Great name. Great name. Daisy Jones and the Six. Great show. It should be like Daisy Jones and the 25 other girls that's dating this asshole Joey. No, I'm kidding, Joey's a great, great <laughs> Um, Do you have... Some fave things, bro. Okay, so I started Masters of the Air Okay. on Apple. Me too. Okay, how far in are you? I think, I think I'm two episodes in. I think we're three episodes oh, in. Oh, okay, so you're a little further than me. Yeah. What do you think? I like it. I will say that I need, what's his name? Elvis. <sighs> That's terrible. Austin Butler. I need Austin Butler to quit with the- okay. I'm trying to act like the coolest guy. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the Elvis accent. But he's still doing that too. Here's the thing though. He's always kind of sounded like that. Not at all. When he was on the Disney Channel show, he did not sound like that at all. My mom says he did. He was on Hannah Montana. And my mom was like, I remember him kind of sounding like that on on Hannah Montana. I met him when he was dating Vanessa and he did not sound like that. He does sound like a (sighs) normal guy. I think like, I think he kind of did. And then like, then you go through puberty and your voice gets deeper and then probably even more. so. I met him post puberty. Okay, whatever. (laughs) I'm trying, I feel bad for the guy because. You feel bad for that guy? I do because everyone gives him shit and like just. Just leave him alone. Let him sound like Elvis. Did you see that he is getting a speech yes, coach? To- I feel that's why I feel bad. Like everyone needs to chill. I just think that he thinks in his mind this sounds so cool, and I'm going to keep doing. I it. I don't think he thinks that. I th- 100% think. He- I don't think he thinks 100%. that. 100%. Because if he, he thought it. that, he would stop doing it because he's getting so much shit. No, I think every You're, every no. girl's like that's so sexy, but every every no. guy's like, what are you doing? I don't think so. Anyways. Anyway, you want you need him to stop being what on the show. He just is like. Yeah, we gotta. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta lead him, lead him to the promised land. And you're like, what? It's like, it's like, yeah, Bucky, let's go. So, is this a writer's problem or an Austin Butler problem? Uh, do you want to know what I think it is? <laughs> I think it's a directorial problem. I think that there was no director to be like, hey, bud, let's stop with the, the toothpick in the mouth. You don't love it. <laughs> I get it, like he's the heartthrob of this thing, right? But it's a little over the top okay. for me. But I will say this: I really like the show. Okay. During World War II, five miles above the ground and behind enemy lines, ten men inside a bomber known as a flying fortress battle unrelenting flocks of German fighters, masters of the air, on Apple Plus. 
the cast is fucking ridiculous. It really is. As much as I want to make fun of Austin Butler, he's great in it. But like his voice is a little, it's a little silly. Anthony Boyle Mm -hmm. is in it. He's the navigator who gets sick a lot. Mm -hmm. He was one of the the original people from Harry Potter, the cursed child on Broadway. Never saw Harry Potter. Okay, but this is the Broadway one with Sarah's dad, who's Dumbledore, oh. and so we we met him years ago, Cute. and he's in it. He's great. Mm-hmm. The Barry Cohegan, Cohegan. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know you, he's the guy, the guy that's in everyone. Saltburn. This yep. thing, Banshees of Inner Sharon. Mm-hmm. He's the one guy. Well, there's a bunch of people who aren't American. His American <laughs> accent is better than everyone else's, and, and he he's is not American. No, he's Irish. <laughs> and then the guy Callum Turney. That he's my favorite. He's so good. I love him. So he was in. Did you ever see the last letter to your lover? No. Oh, so good. Is it? Is it great? Uh, it's great. Absolutely great. And he's in that. Wait, he's hitting Dua Lipa. Oh, well, that makes sense. He seems tall. Interesting. I didn't know that. Didn't I- see him last night. He's so cute. If you guys have not seen The Last Letter to Your Lover, oh my god, you have to see it. It's Shailene good. Woodley. Mm. This came out like probably. Is this Nicholas Sparks? Like three years ago? No. Probably. No. Anyway, the show. I like it. Okay. But I I feel like there's no like plot that's really grasping me quite yet. Uh, we're really early in, in it right now. Yes. Well, I'm more earlier than you. The initial plot that I've kind of grabbed onto is that the Royal Air Force, mm-hmm. the British Air Force, is like giving the American Air Force shit because we do our bombing runs during the day, mm-hmm. so we can see what we're what we're bombing against, mm-hmm. or what we're bombing, so we're not killing civilians. Right. And the British are like, "That's crazy," because that's just asking to get shot down by the fighters. True. And so I think one of the the initial themes is is that we're heroes. In the last episode that I watched. Bucky and Buck are talking about that, and he's like, we're just going to lead our guys through. Like, that's what we're going to do. Got it. And so I wonder if that's the theme of like... Interesting. Or I wonder if the theme is America came into this war with a lot of moral superiority, like that's Mm -hmm. how we're going to fight, and Mm -hmm. then by the end we're like, fuck these Nazis, we're dropping bombs. Right. I don't know. Okay. Well, you know. That's the only the, the first thing that I've taken yeah. from this whole thing. That's my thing. Is like there's there's exciting parts, you know, when they're doing the airstrikes and like whatever, and it's funny and it's good. But like I'm like, so what's what's the story though? I don't know. That's, yeah, that's my only complaint so far. The navigator that gets sick, yeah, Anthony. Uh, yeah, I like you. It. You got it. His character arc, I think, is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to go from the guy who could not even be up in the plane to like together, he's yeah. going to be a hero. To yeah, I think he's playing someone who dies and it's going to be really sad. <gasps> but that's just how I see this yeah, show yeah. playing out. Mm-hmm. I like it though. I'm yeah, I mean, totally into it. Cute watch for sure. Continued on with. Have you? Did you? Did you even try to do the Curious Case of Natalia Grace? I did not. Okay. I've watched like no TV. Just okay. so clear. Okay. Okay. I need you. I need you and <laughs> and your mom to start watching this. My mom was never gonna watch that. I'll try. Please. I'll try. And I'm now in Natalia Speaks. I'm in the second season. Okay. And I still am not sure if it's real. <laughs> and I want the I want to know if the YFTers think this shit's real or not. Because okay. every episode, I'm like, there's no way people act like this. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's amazing about it is that I've now worked in enough reality TV where, like, I wish I could get people to act like to do this in a chair. Mm. It's so hard to get people to be emotive yeah, and like true. say weird shit. Let alone when like you're on trial or like you could be in trouble and your lawyers want you know like. Yeah. Every time I watch the episode, I'm like, there's no way this is real. But it's so fucking good. Jeez Louise. 
Everyone needs to go watch that show. That's insane. Let me ask my sister if she's seen it. Oh, my God. Please make her go watch it. She said, <laughs> I think she's 50. <laughs> and then I said, do you think it's true or no? And she said, it seems fake. Okay, so she finished it? I think so. Season two, is that the last season? Yeah. yeah. I finally watched Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, I've been wanting to watch it. Okay, and I think it's a pure alley because it okay. is like... You know, it's like a, it's a Western effectively. Mm -hmm. I will say this right off the bat. I couldn't do it in one sitting. Well, it's long, right? It's like three and a half yeah. hours. Like I watched an hour and then I was like, I'm going to go work out. I need like a break from this. Mm -hmm. And then when I came back I was, and then Sarah, she didn't watch it with me, but she was, she was kind of making fun of me. Cause she was like, wow, you had to take a break. And I was like, just a long freaking movie. And then, um, I came back and I started watching it and I was like, oh, this is so good. It's so good. The cast is ridiculous. Scorsese does an amazing job, as he always does. Mm -hmm. But I tell you who the scene stealer is. It's the woman. Yeah, Lily Gladstone. Yeah. She, she is. She won some awards for that role. She's going to win an Academy Award yep. for this. Like, she, she is so, so very good in That's this. Cool. When oil is discovered in 1920s Oklahoma under Osage Nation land, the Osage people are murdered one by one until the FBI steps in to unravel the mystery. Killers of the Flower Moon. It's on right now on Apple for free. So go watch it there. It's Leo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. It's Robert De Niro. Mm -hmm. This woman, Lily Gladstone. Jesse Plemons is very, oh, yeah. very good in it. Mm -hmm. Brendan Fraser and John Lickgow kind of like coming at the end, but oh. like very, very good. And then here's the thing. I feel like Scorsese was like living in Nashville for a while and wanted to hire his favorite musicians. Okay. Because Jason Isbell has like a huge part in it. No. Huge part. What? Sturgill Simpson's in it. Interesting. He has a pretty big part. He's not as good of an actor as Jason Isbell is. How funny. And then Jack White's in it. What? I'm telling you, it was like it was like all of my favorite Nashville musicians yeah. are just in this film. Huh. It's a fucked up story. Oh, and it's yeah. like very true. I know. What they do to these people is so messed up and it's really sad to see. And the other thing that they kind of like shed light on that I didn't realize is that that Native Americans had, there was a huge diabetes problem with them hmm. because they were so not used to eating sugar the way that like these Western Europeans were. When we came over here, it wasn't like we brought sickness and everything and like fire water, you know, and the alcohol. And mm -hmm. It was also diabetes. And so, so many of them died from diabetes. Interesting. Highly recommend. It just takes a long time. Mm. But the end is really, really good. Okay. And Leo is, is just... Leo. He's so good. Robert De Niro is really good, too. Okay. So love to hate him. Yeah? Love that. Yeah. I do need to watch that. And yeah. I need to watch Oppenheimer. I haven't seen that yet. I know. I got to get into that one, too. And then I started watching a documentary that's like whatever, but uh, kind of fun. It was a documentary about Alexander the Great. <laughs> okay. Fun, huh? Alexander, the making of a god. Oh. Alexander was the <laughs> king and widely considered to be one of history's greatest and most successful military commanders. By the age of 30, he had created one of the largest empires in history. Alexander, the making of a god. On Netflix. So it's interesting. So it's like... They're acting out scenes, but then there's also like professors, people 
that study history, like okay. talking about it and mm-hmm. like his strategy and like what they were doing, going up against the Persians and all this kind of stuff. So it kind of goes back and forth between like documentary and like a film, I guess. Okay. Fascinating. One of the things I took away from it that I thought was interesting. So Alexander was gay. Mm-hmm. And in old Greek back then, they didn't have a word for gay. Like the only word that they had was like just being sexual with people. And like, it was very, I, think, I just assume like very fluid, okay. you know? Yeah. And people were just having sex with everybody. I was thinking about that in the terms of like, people are like this woke agenda and like the world is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, oh my God, you know. It's a bunch of betas and all this stuff uh-huh. that you hear and like red pill, pill, blue pill, all this stuff that I'm like, well, this motherfucker was like one of the best like war commanders ever. Yeah. And apparently he was a little light in the loafers. I mean. You know? Yeah. So I don't understand. I don't get it. Anyways, it's, um, it's okay. <laughs> it's not like the best thing in the You're world. so nuts. I'm convinced. I'm convincing myself <laughs> that I liked it. I can see that. Uh, we got sent some fun things from the YF tiers that I thought oh, we would. Oh, thank God, because, um, yeah. you know, we're low on material here. Well, you know, <laughs> I came with some shit. <laughs> <laughs> this I thought was interesting. So a few months ago, my whole family moved to the middle of nowhere for the apocalypse. They moved to rural Missouri. And whenever I say this, people are always like, why Missouri? And I didn't realize that most people don't know the weirdest bit of Mormon lore. Mormonism is technically an apocalypse religion. Like, it's all about the latter days. And the lore is... I never thought of of it like that, but Mm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I I think a lot of religions are apocalyptic. For sure. Right? Like, Christianity Christianity is like, the rapture's coming. Yep. Why do we do that? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I want a religion that's like, dude, good shit's coming. You guys have no idea. (laughs) And I guess that's the idea of this is like once you are judged or whatever, then, Uh but like, I don't, can I have good shit before I die? Right. That's what I want. Okay. Is that when Jesus Christ comes to the earth again, he is going to touch down and live in rural Missouri. (laughs) And then again, like why Missouri? And there's more lore about how when Adam and Eve walked the earth, Uh they, the garden of Eden was supposedly in rural Missouri. No. There's no way. I've been to rural Missouri. Yeah. It ain't that nice. No. Have you been to <laughs> have you been to Branson? My dad used to play there every year oh, when I, I was a kid. I so I dated a girl who had a house, uh, like a lake house there. Yeah. We would go and we'd go to shows and I would always be like, This is where yeah. talented people come to die. Yes. Not where Jesus comes <laughs> back. Absolutely. <laughs> And there is a prophecy that all Mormons will be called to Zion, which is rural Missouri, and that they will all have to pack up and move out there. And it'll be like apocalyptic conditions. So there are some excited, zealous Mormons that are moving out there early, and my parents happened to fall into that camp. So they took all my siblings and they moved out to rural Missouri. So that's the Mormon lore that ruined my life, basically. (laughs) Okay, that's bonkers by the way Mm -hmm. there's a part of me that thinks that this is like some big master plan by the missouri tourism board for sure (laughs) because like we're talking about zion over here well there's a zion right in utah and it's beautiful and that one that one i could see being right where adam and eve hung out yeah 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 yeah. but i first of all i don't know <laughs> Although it would explain why they were naked because it's so freaking hot and humid there. 
not all year. <laughs> Most of the time. I used to go duck hunting in Missouri. It's cold <laughs> as balls there. Really? Yes. Oh. Yeah, but I feel like there's just like some governor of Missouri Definitely. who was like Mormon. He was like, all right, this is the idea. We got to get some more people to move here. <laughs> all right, this is where it's going to be. Fucking Missouri, bro. Mm-hmm. First of all, the Garden of Eden was probably in the Middle East somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I assume between the Euphrates and the Tigris River. That sounded, that sounded like, I, like I knew some shit, didn't it? <laughs> it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a second, you go. I was like, the, oh, yeah. What the fuck? You went. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, you went. What the fuck is happening here? But the also, Euphrates. it was. It was. It, it, listen, if I know anything about my theology, is that between the Euphrates and the Tigris is where we believe. Scholars maintain that is uh, where Adam and Eve first took a bite of the forbidden fruit. Thank you, Brother Wells. Yes. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) By the way, when we went to Disney World and we went through Star Wars World, this might not be funny to you because you're not Catholic, so I don't know what Mm. you guys say, but you're Christian. So every time we went through Star Wars World, they'd be like, may the force be with you. Mm. And then I would start replying with, and also with you, may you lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord and God. It's right to give thanks and praise. <laughs> Look not on our sins, but on the faith of the church. I started like re, like regurgitating shit, and everyone's like, what are you? And they say it's not a cult? Yeah. Huh. Well, I don't know if you know <laughs> who I am. Uh, I'm a man of the cloth. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyway, so funny, Missouri. That would be my first... That would be my first inkling to be like, I don't, guys, I don't know about this religion. <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys been to fucking Kansas City? This. I don't know. It's not good. It's not it. And my, one of my other favorite things, okay. I don't know if you saw this, but Michael Buble, <laughs> Michael Buble played in a celebrity NHL all-star game. Okay. okay. I saw, I saw that uh, Justin Bieber played yep. in it as well. Mm-hmm. And Michael Buble, yes, he is like the man who sings all the amazing Christmas songs. Yep. And I feel like every like middle-aged woman like loves him so much. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a bunch of interviews with him and he seems like the raddest dude. Really? Yes. And he's doing a post-game interview with Will Arnett. And this is what he says. And it's so freaking funny. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms. And he was lying. So I'll be honest, I thought I was in Blades of Glory for most of the time that I was out there. Until it sort of settled down and then I realized, holy shit, I am at the NHL All-Star Game. You know, it just occurs to me. This is during a post-game interview. That's incredible. If you're watching this video, you can kind of see he's still feeling it. Like his <laughs> eyes are like big. Mm-hmm. And then Will Arnett tries to, I think, tries to save him a little bit, but the damage is done, sister. Me that all through all the incredible songs and, that you've done over the years and all the, the hearts of women that you've won over around the world, with all that talk about fantasy hockey, you lost them all in one sentence. It all just evaporated. You years of building it up and just yeah. and it just gone. I love that so much. I would never take mushrooms no. before a televised hockey event. Definitely not. But you know what, Michael Boulay? Good for you, man. He can do whatever he wants. What a fucking badass. <laughs> It's so funny. He was like, my buddy said that this was a microdose, and it was not. <laughs> and I thought I was in the movie Blades of Glory. And what's funny about that <laughs> is that Will Arnett is in the movie Blades of Glory. So there you go. There you go. A little side fact. Last thing. 
I saw this on TikTok and I thought it was really interesting. And then maybe I'm on some mushrooms right now. I don't know. Did you know that fire can only be made from living shit? Like if you think about it. What do you mean? Has anything ever been on fire that wasn't alive at some point? I mean, who knows outside of our planet, but our planet just, we can, we can figure out like what burns here. Like rocks don't burn, right? I bet my dead ends would burn if you set my hair on fire. But your hair was alive at one point. <laughs> True. Right? I think. I don't like know. Like dirt doesn't burn. Right. Right? Uh-huh. Sand doesn't burn. It melts. The only thing that creates fire mm-hmm. had to have been alive at some point. Mm-hmm. Wood, grass, bodies, mm-hmm. bones. I guess so. Carbon, effectively. Mm-hmm. Gasoline. Oil. That was fucking, those are dinosaurs and shit. Right? <laughs> don't know. I don't know. The more I think about it, it's like, that's crazy to me. Uh-huh. That this thing, fire, that is like the most important thing for us. Important. Well, I mean, like it keeps us warm and everything and we yeah. drive our cars with it. And okay. I don't know. Maybe AI is going to be the bigger thing, but I think the controlling and discovering of fire is the mm-hmm. biggest thing that happened to humanity. Okay. It can only be created by shit that was alive. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. Interesting. That was not a microdose. <laughs> that's what it's sounding like. But if you think about it, it's kind of crazy. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Do we have any like fuck you very much or anything? Or we don't Good need work. it? All right, five stars. Subject line, my favorite thing from Always Listening 305. When I first listened to this pod years ago mm. and barely knew of Wells, I remember thinking, why is this guy yelling? Mm. But after sticking around, I can honestly say, this is my favorite podcast. Oh, good timing there. The recommendations, the short stories, the friendship between these two, the silliness, mm. even the way the pod starts with just Wells informally talking. Mm. I love the format. Love it all. Wow. Always listening, 305. We love you. You'll always be in my heart. That's so sweet. Okay, so this is some Brooke 2535, whatever. Um, subject line, YouTube. Uh, five stars, thank for that. I love the pod and I want to watch it on YouTube, but it drops so much later than Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts. Okay. Okay. Podcast Nation, I guess. Can't same. we just drop it all on the same day? I don't know. Or is I, that not a thing? I don't know. People get mad at me for making fun of religion, but I. Ooh. But here's the thing: I, we're making fun of all the religions. Mm-hmm. I make fun <laughs> of ca- Catholicism. Yeah. And I'm Catholic. I know. And also, to all you guys fucking talking shit about me making fun of religions, you don't know your. I'm. I'm an ordained minister. <laughs> okay. No. I am. Yeah. And this is what I have to say to all those out there who, like, just don't get it. This is five stars from App Review Zach. Subject line, more Sarah. Five stars. Mm. We love Sarah. Also, keep up with the Mormon talk. Makes me LOL. Mm. I love Wells and Brandy, the exclamation point. They have the best energy and are so funny. They also have never missed when it comes to a book and TV show recommendations. P.S. Please do a spinoff show with Sarah. A spinoff show. I can't wrangle her down, guys. Yeah. She just fills in when, when we need her. Yeah. Do you have any some, do you have your Muzaks? Have you heard of Megan Maroney? I don't think so. She's country. Well, She's she looks a- very pretty. 
She's very pretty, and she's got a song called No Color ID that okay. I'm a big, big fan of. I think she's really, you know, there's, there's quite a few people on the up-and-coming country situation, and I think she's going to be a big deal. Okay. I think she's going to make it. I love this song. On, you move back in with a half sorry how you Megan Maroney, mm -hmm. no caller ID. She's cute. I like it. I don't know if I did this one. We can go out on it. My buddy Daniel Ellsworth has a new song out. Um, so he was in a band called Daniel Ellsworth and the Great Lakes. We played a bunch of his stuff in the past, but he moved out here. Started doing stuff with Dark Minds, but his old band, Daniel Ellsworth and the Great Lakes, has a new record out, which is so good, by the way. And this is a song called... Uh, um, before you hit play. Okay. I would just like to tell the wife tears yeah. that Wells is coming on. Sorry, we're stoned. This oh, uh, yeah. well, it won't be out for a few weeks, but we're recording it this week. And if you don't know, Sorry, we're stoned is now like full video episodes, YouTube, all the things. And we have a section of the show where we have people call in and ask questions. So if you guys have any questions for mm. Wells, would love for you guys to call in. There's a voicemail you can call. The number is five one six seven Stoner. Wow. Or you can also uh, email us a mm. video message okay. and we'll put your video into the show okay. and you can ask your question that way. If you want to send us a video, you can send it to sorry, we're stoned one, the number at gmail.com. And they're asking questions for me. Yeah. You can either just ask Wells questions like that you're curious about, or, you know, it's the DRMT segment. So they usually ask my mom for advice. So if you guys happen to want Wells's advice, you could call and ask him some questions. Okay. Or if you just like want to know like what he put in his soup earlier today, like you could just ask that. You can ask anything. Yeah. You didn't even bring up the fact that I was cooking soup. And he has here. to answer it. That's the best part. Oh, I do? Yeah. So anything you want to ask Wells. Well, what if it's like, is it going to get me in trouble or something? Well, it's, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. I can do it. That's happening. What's the number again? 5167-STONER. Okay. Speaking of numbers, if you want to call us up and leave us uh, a voicemail, our number is 858-630-1856. Uh, you're here for a while. Yeah. You got anything big coming up? No. No? I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. It's kind of a dead time, you know? Yeah. January... January January oh, is always kind of exciting, and then February is kind of a snooze, yeah. I feel. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't have much. I'm going to try to go find another job. Uh, that sounds wise. I need, I need, I need some money. the rumors. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, this is Daniel Ellsworth in the Great Lakes. This is a song called After All. We love you, YF Tears. Love you guys. I'll see you later. Does Molly really think that it's not real? <laughs> I think so. I asked if she watched the end of it and she hadn't answered. Damn. It seems fake. It does seem fake. I think she's 50. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that she's gotten very far in it then. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's funny.
This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.